Introducing Christianity to Mormons, a new book by Mormonism Research Ministries' Eric Johnson is set to be released on September 13th. But if you'd like to get a signed copy, Eric will be at the Utah Lighthouse Bookstore on Saturday, September 17th from noon to 5, and we'll be happy to sign your copy. Once again, the bookstore is located right there at 1358 South and West Temple, just west of the Smith Ballpark in Salt Lake City. That's Saturday, September 17th from noon to 5 p.m. We hope to see you there. Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. What is an LDS Exit Mechanism. Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry, and with me today is Aaron Shafawalaf, my colleague at MRM. One of the things that we try very hard to do here at Mormonism Research Ministry is to not only educate the body of Christ as to the differences between LDS theology and theology that has been owned by Christians for centuries, we also want to take the gospel directly to the LDS people. And Aaron and I were talking about how, me personally, I like to listen to other individuals witnessing experience stories, because I learn from some of the things that they bring up in a given conversation that hopefully I can use, perhaps, in another situation. If I see somebody using a strategy that seems to work well in getting the person to think about something, naturally, I want to emulate that myself. And so we do have a lot of these witnessing stories, and that's what we wanted to talk about today, because Aaron, you like to go down to Temple Square, which is kind of a mess right now because of all the construction and everything. It used to be so easy to just stand on the north exit of Temple Square on North Temple, and now all that is just a mess, and it's during the day, it's actually quite noisy. But you still have found a place on the southwest corner where you can engage people that are walking by. Many of them are Latter-day Saints. And then also another place, a fishing hole, if you will, down in Provo, Utah, which of course Provo is the home of Brigham Young University. But when I ask the question, what is an LDS exit mechanism? I'm sure a lot of people are not familiar with that term. Uh, probably because we kind of just made it up as we were talking. But it is true. Uh, sometimes when you're talking with a Latter-day Saint, you can kind of tell when they're either getting weary of the conversation or they don't have any more answers and they're looking for a polite way to exit. And that's what we're going to talk about. What are some of the exit strategies that you have come across? What have what are some of the things that you have heard that we can share with our listeners? And uh, maybe I can throw in some things that I've heard as well. The two main exit mechanisms that I experience are, one, the bearing of one's testimony, a very firm and emotional confession that the LDS Church is true, that Joseph Smith was a prophet, that the Book of Mormon is of God. It's almost like a creed, a recitation of a creed. The second mechanism is to say that they agree. And that it's a really interesting mechanism because it might make a Christian feel like they were a failure 
in communicating the important differences between our two worldviews. And, and I think that's a good point because I've experienced that myself. When you have sat there with a Latter-day Saint and you've kind of laid out your case and he's responded with his rebuttal sometimes, uh, sometimes they're better than others, let's admit. It depends on the individual that you're talking to. But after doing this for any amount of time, to have the Latter-day Saint say, well, you know, we seem to agree on a lot of things. We agree on just about everything when you know that's not really how the conversation went. And it is kind of frustrating because you tend to walk away thinking, what did I do wrong? I, I thought I laid my case out as best as I could. And yet they come back and say, well, we tend to agree on everything. And certainly that isn't true. So explain a little bit more what you mean by that. I submit that a Christian could be a faithful witness and really clearly communicate the differences between Mormonism and Christianity. And they might still say they agree, but it's because in showing the differences, it's raised um, the tension. It's engaged the conscience. Uh, there's a kind of nervousness. And to say that they agree is a lot like bearing their testimony because it gives them a rhetorical way of wrapping things up. Even after you've established the differences, even after they have conceded differences, you might hear, well, I think we essentially agree. And this is their way of reducing the tension, glossing over the chasm. And you as a Christian, because witnessing is not a rhetorical battle. It's, you don't necessarily need to win the rhetorical game, so to speak. You can lose that. You, you can, you can uh, walk away from a conversation like that, not feeling like a failure. You could say, you know what? I think the differences were shown in precisely because those differences engaged the conscience. They felt the need to use an exit mechanism. And so one of those ex exit mechanisms, as you mentioned earlier, would be to bear their testimony. Now, before we started recording this show, you had mentioned a mutual friend of ours, Russ Bales. Yes. What did Russ tell you about this testimony that I thought was quite profound, really, and absolutely true? He recounted someone saying that for Christians, bearing your testimony or sharing your testimony is a way to start or continue the conversation. For Latter-day Saints, it's often the way they choose to end the conversation. And that is so true. I, when you said that, I started thinking about all my experiences over the past four decades, and that seems to be the pattern. They get to a point in the conversation where, for some reason, they, this is enough. Okay, I'm ready to leave now. You probably made me feel a little too uncomfortable. I don't know what it is. But then they bear the testimony as if, okay, here's my personal experience. This really kind of trumps everything that you have probably said in the conversation so far, when personally, we shouldn't really take it that way. They're just trying to somehow politely bow out of the conversation. And especially in Utah, there is a tendency to want to avoid conflict or tension. It's, it's a part of our culture. When I talk to people on the street that are from Chicago or New York, it's very different, even from California. But people who are native to Utah have a kind of sweet avoidance of any sort of conflict. And when someone wants to exit the conversation like that, I don't think Christians necessarily should feel the need to aggressively continue the conversation. It, it might just be a good time to show a polite uh, hand, you know, handshake and thank them for talking with you. You can just sort of 
in, in some sense, you can politely listen and you could just move on. It, it, this is not a sign of your failure. And this might be God showing you that they have something to think about. I think you make an excellent point because I think sometimes Christians want to see a change of heart right in front of them uh, when talking to an individual. And of course, with Latter-day Saints, that's certainly a rarity. I get asked all the time, how many how many conversations have you had with a Latter-day Saint where they actually abandon their Mormonism right on the spot? And I have one story to tell, and that's the only story I have to tell where that happened. And I was quite shocked. And then as I continued the conversation with that individual, it really wasn't any great uh, ability of me to persuade. It was he was already having problems with his church because of what he was told about his non-LDS wife. He was being told or counseled to leave her because she would not convert. That was really the catalyst for his decision. I just kind of put the icing on the cake, and, and that was enough to tell him this isn't worth defending any longer. But it wasn't because of any eloquence that I had on my part. And certainly, I think we should never think it's going to be any eloquence on our part that's going to convince anybody. It's always the work of the Holy Spirit that open the eyes of the blind. When a Latter-day Saint uses an exit mechanism, perhaps this is a good time to encourage your conversation partner that you are available to them to have future conversations. If you would ever like to talk about this again with me, here's my contact info. Here's a tract. I would be glad to take you out for, uh, I would say coffee, but that's not, that's not going to work here. I would be glad to have breakfast with you. I would be glad to meet up again. I'll be here again next week. If you ever have any thoughts about this or objections or questions, please consider me a good conversation partner on this. I'd love to talk again. I think you raise an excellent point because one of the objectives that I always have when I am going to be talking with a Latter-day Saint, or really anybody when I talk to them about the gospel, is I want this conversation to end on a positive note. You had mentioned earlier the, the handshake. I have walked away from many a conversation where I'm not really sure how much that individual was grasping what I was saying. But I, I'm very conscious about my demeanor, and I'm very conscious about how I say things. Do I always do that perfectly? Not, not really. Not always. I want to strive for that, that's for sure. And if I can end with a handshake, a smile, a touch on the shoulder to let the person know, hey, look, uh, let's walk away maybe disagreeing, but certainly we don't walk away as enemies. If that happens, I feel like the conversation was successful. It was a positive conversation. I certainly don't want to end with them being totally upset with me. I want to see if I can do whatever I can to see that I'm not the enemy. And I have said that to so many Latter-day Saints who write me angry emails. I'm not your enemy. I'm actually your best friend. I'm willing to tell you the truth, to risk a friendship to tell you the truth. Any thoughts on that? Well, even if they are upset, I think for me, the even greater standard of evaluating a good conversation is, was I faithful? Was I clear? Uh, if they are upset, are they upset because I have been rude? Uh, have I been impolite? Have I been overly aggressive? If I need to repent for something, then I need, need to repent. But yes, hopefully there would be a peaceable resolve to the conversation. Certainly we learn from these experiences. I, I know looking back over my lifetime in sharing the gospel with Latter-day Saints, 
yeah, I, I made a lot of mistakes. I, and like you say, I, over being over overly aggressive, that's, that's easy to do. And we need to be conscious of that. And we need to continually look at them as individuals. They are not the enemy. I don't know how many times I stress that when I'm speaking at a church. The LDS people are not our enemies. They are a deceived people, and we should be able to relate to that because before we came to faith in Christ and the Jesus of the Bible, we were deceived as well regarding him and his message. So we should have the same kind of understanding and patience, hopefully, with them that Christ had with us. In tomorrow's show, we want to talk about some of the experiences that you have had And hopefully our listeners can gain from that, and um, maybe they can grasp some of the tactics that you use, the strategies. I don't know if tactics is a good word. It sounds so military, but really we we are kind of engaged in a war here (laughs) over souls. So I don't know if that's a totally bad term to use, but we we often use that as, as a strategy. What can we bring up? What should we not bring up? What should we listen for? How do we counter some of the things that we hear? Should we embrace some of the things that we are hearing from them and then use that to continue this conversation? So in tomorrow's show, we're going to continue talking with Aaron about not only just exit strategies, we want to move on from that, but we also want to go into some of the other things that we may hear when talking to our LDS acquaintances. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.